our buddy Andrew Raycroft, the Razor, on the Harbor One Hotline with Gresh and Fourier. Razor, I'm going to say that when you uh, left the team that you played for in Italy, that you went Antonio Brown and took it all off and skated off. Your thoughts? <laughs> um, almost. I mean, I, I, I definitely didn't bring any of my hockey equipment home. That all stayed over in Europe. It, it was just left there. Um, but, but I did keep my clothes on until uh, I got off the ice. Hey, I'm curious, real quick. Sorry, Gresh. The um, the voting for the you know NHL All Star Game. How does it work with the players? Like, is it is it is there one guy that rolls around and says vote for this guy, vote for this guy, or is that or has it changed since you were playing? No, it's changed. The, the players don't really don't don't have any say at all. This year, they just changed it again. They change it every year. Wait, you, wait. Year, you don't have a say on who plays in the All Star game, like at all. There's not like a no. team vote to say who should be the you know the first center, the goalie, especially no. since you have all the experience to to figure out who is the best. No, I mean that's 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 way too easy to actually ask the people that really <laughs> know who the best players are to to put people in it's obviously these NA, these all-star games uh, this one's going to get out of control because this year the the league picked the top 32 or one from each team so Linus Hallmark was chosen yesterday for the NHL all-star game for the Bruins and now they're letting the fans vote on Twitter and everywhere else uh for the next 12 spots so we're gonna like there's a like go vote for me. Let's see if you can get me into the All Star game. All right, let's let's see if we can get me into the All Star game. Yeah. Um. So so that there's gonna be probably twelve fourth liners that that end up. It's I, it it gets nerve wracking from watching from afar to see what what is actually gonna happen. But but vote Razor for All Star game. Oh man, what, what was the guy that wasn't there? Some dude, John Scott. Yeah, yep. that's it. They voted oh, the him big in. Guy, yeah. yeah, amazing. They voted the goon in, and then he won the truck. Like, like <laughs> the guys decided to keep feeding him. He had a hat trick in the game. He got the MVP. They carried him off. Like, <laughs> what a debacle! It's gonna happen again. Oh, oh, that would be amazing, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Nick Foligno, your All Star Game MVP. <laughs> oh no, exactly. Oh, listen, hey, if exactly. you want to send a message, though, I mean, we're kidding right now, but if you want to send a message, of like how. Irritate the players, you know, make a mockery of it on purpose, and then teach the you know teach the owners a lesson. Exactly, exactly. Um, I'm all for it. I mean, just get let get the best guys in it. If some of the guys don't want to, like Alex Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby have been going for 20 years. Like maybe give them a break. Let the young guys go and do a fancy <laughs> move in the shootout. Let Sid and Ovi go sit on the beach for a couple of days. Like switch it up. Well, Trent Frederick looked like an all-star last night. Two goals there, Razor, uh, in the Bruins 5-2 win against L.A. I know that with Jake DeBrusque out, we had Pasta moving up, we had Hall moving up. You reunite that uh, group with Charlie Coyle, and all three lines, I thought, looked pretty good last night. However, I do not have trained eyes like you do. What did you see in last night's win? Well, it was that, it was their best sixty minutes in a few weeks. They played really well. I know a lot of people didn't stay up last night. I, I probably wouldn't have either if I hadn't needed to work. So they they played a full sixty last night, and coming off the Winter Classic and and all the pomp of that week, to be able to dial it back in and go out west, fly six hours, and and, and dial up a really good sixty minutes is what is why this team's so impressive. And and it goes to Jake DeBrus, the top right winger uh, on the top line I should say maybe not the top but uh, the right winger comes off the top line David moves up Trent Frederick checks in on the third right wing and he scores two goals gets into a fight gets the team going 
it's just how good this team is, how much depth this team has, and, and, and how they can, again, score three goals in the third period. Their goal differential in the third period now is up to plus 34 in 38 games. And in the last five games, they've outscored teams 10-2 to 2 in the third period. Um, these are crazy numbers. Like, the NHL is a really hard league, guys, and to score in the third period should be really difficult in tight games, but the Bruins make it look easy. Yeah, and that was going to be my question because, you know, hockey, you know, us, us hockey guys, us insiders, you know, yeah. we, like to, we like to come up with cool <laughs> nicknames. <laughs> we like to come up with cool nicknames for our lines, you know, and the, the, thing, <laughs> the thing that stands out to me is like the third period. You listed all those crazy – they're like unheard of. These stats are – these third period stats are unheard of. So, you know, when Gresh and I were talking about it earlier, you call it like a killer instinct. I, was, I feel like it's this – like a light switch period. It's like, all right, okay, let's put them out. Hey, guys, hey, boys, let's flip the switch, huh, and let's go get them. I mean, I feel like <laughs> that is what they do. And I feel like there's got to be something about that that, uh, it, that allows them to believe that that's always in their back pocket. Okay, we're not, uh, we're playing good, but you know it's it's tied and it's two two and sure as hell in the third period they just just take over. Yeah, and, and so the, the analogy I was thinking of this morning, uh, I talked to my buddy, huge Cowboys fan, and he's been he's been not sleeping for three weeks, knowing that he's gonna they're gonna end up playing Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. And if they're not up by 24 points going into the fourth quarter, Brady's coming back and beating the Cowboys in the first week of the playoffs. <laughs> That's what the Bruins are. You have to be up on the Boston Bruins 3 nothing minimum going into the third periods to beat them because otherwise, if it's two goals, they're coming back and then they'll win in a shootout. They're going to win in overtime. If it's one goal, forget it. If it's tied, you have no chance. And, and it, so it feels like the 2008 Patriots where – if you're not up by 25 points, these guys are coming back, and, and they're never out of the game. And that, that mentality, that ability, that confidence goes so far in, in the game of hockey especially that that's where these guys are at right now. And it's just they're just so hard to put away. Uh, Andrew Raycroft of Nesson here with Gresh and Foyer on WEEI. And, of course, you can get us anytime, anywhere on the Odyssey app. Uh, Razor, I watched uh, Marshy get tripped and then uh, lose his mind. He smacked his stick on the ice. He yelled at the ref. He got an unsportsmanlike for his actions. Uh, your thoughts on not only the way Marshan reacted, but the fact that he got an unsportsmanlike. Well, no, it was it was good. It was Brad's been he's been grinding. I thought his first period last night was awesome. The trip was a legit trip. Now, sometimes we've seen Brad go off the rails for minimal things. This was a legit trip. He was mad. He wanted to get the guys going. He broke his stick into a hundred million pieces. Took the unsportsmanlike, and and it really changed the game. It got guys going in the second. They were down one nothing at the time. They killed the penalty. Brad came out and had four amazing shifts and assists, and then he scored the goal uh, on the power play five seconds in. So it was good emotion from Brad Marchand. That's, those are the, the unsportsman likes that, that make him the player that he is. So uh, this road trip, I'm just thinking here, okay, so they got San Jose on Saturday, and then they go to Anaheim, right? They go, it's weird. They go north, so they're south, yeah. they're north, and then they go south again. Um, your favorite road trip would be where? Well, L.A. is right at the top. If, yeah. if you can find a – even better, usually when I went out there, we'd make it – it was like a four- or five-game trip. So this one this one kind of stinks for the guys. It's pouring rain in California all week. So to go to L.A., then up north, and then back to Anaheim. But 
the good trips were when you would go out on a Wednesday and play, you know, Friday night in LA, Saturday or Sunday in Anaheim, then San Jose and then Phoenix, maybe, uh, those that going out West or, or the Florida trip. Those were always the best. In the curfew, do, they, do they give you curfew? I mean, I, I mean, they do in the NFL. I'm curious, like, do the, you guys have curfew yeah. or bed check? No, no bed check. There was a, you know, the night before, don't be a knucklehead. But if you had a couple days off, you, you, you knew what the flashing green light was when you went out to L.A. It's kind of that you, you get to have a little bit of fun <laughs> if there's a few days in between. <laughs> oh, man. I just, figured, I, no, I, just, brave. I just figured when you went to the West Coast on a road trip like this, you brought your golf clubs and got in as many as you could. Well, I did that. I, I, by the end of my career, I, we were in, we were in Dallas. We had a good golf group, so we could get the, the, the clubs underneath the plane without the coaches knowing, and we'd have it all teed up for, for a few road trips, um, especially in the West Coast because you're going to you're coming east a lot. So we got some golf in at the end of my, my career in Dallas. I'll tell you what, Doc Rivers was so into golf and that whole big three. He was just like, yeah, load them up on the plane. Everybody brought their yeah. stuff like they did. Doc was just like, yeah, I want to go play too. I don't even understand that lifestyle. Like, honest to God, I can't even comprehend like how a hockey hockey players – I mean, I'm assuming you're driving a cart, but still I feel like do I want to be on my feet all this? Like I feel like that would, drive, that would like wear you down. No, well, it's only on day. You're not playing day. Well, some of the legendary guys played day of, yeah, um, but but we weren't day of. We would be the in between days, and you'd practice, and then go ahead. You know, walk around, have a couple, and, you know, get get some fresh air. Better than better than the all sitting in a movie theater all day or something. You're yeah. actually being active that and, and getting ready. That, that was that was our that was me. Before you went crash. to the mall a lot. I did. I did. I just Lots walked of around. shopping for for your significant others. No, no, I didn't buy anything. I just literally just walked Fruit. around. <laughs> look at that. Ooh, sharper image. Let's go. Cart? Let's go sit in the uh, reclining uh, massage chair let again. Me, <laughs> let me go buy a. Let me go buy a who farted T-shirt. The boys will love this. That's right. Spencer's. Been to Spencer's. Exactly. Raise. <laughs> Razor, we know you've been busy this week, buddy. Thank you. We appreciate it. I know we will uh, catch you next week, and we'll get uh, right back to the tickle trunk at the uh, normal time on Thursday. Sounds great, gang. Have a good weekend. There we go. Thanks, Razor. Andrew Raycroft breaking down a little hockey and uh, a little grab ass here.